everyone. This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. And yes, it's an honor and privilege to be with you all. And I hope and pray that you're walking and you're talking and that you're living in victory. Now listen, victory is not always having everything in your life perfect. You see, people of God, my definition of victory is that whatever you're going through, that you still have a smile on your face and that you haven't had any crazy thoughts. <laughs> Ooh, I can see now that you are laughing because if we're honest, we have crazy thoughts. We have crazy thoughts of how our kids or our grandkids are driving us crazy. <laughs> or our husbands or wives are driving us crazy. Our boyfriends or girlfriends are just driving us plain crazy. Or people, even on our jobs, whoa, are driving us crazy. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about. You see, victory for me is knowing God is with me. Am I crazy? You know why? Because he knows me. He, he understands me. And he still, to this very day, he still loves me. In spite of me. And that helps me see all of the victories. My family my health, my shelter, the provisions of food and clothes, my job, yes, I said my job, through my job, can drive me crazy though. Yes, oh yes, God helps me to see all of the victories. And then I can clearly see my need for the Lord. Amen and amen. Well, once again, we are here, and again, it's, it is truly an honor to serve you all on a weekly basis. And I've always looked forward to sharing with you what the Lord has laid on my heart. I, I want you guys to understand something. I never take this platform for granted, nor will I ever will take this platform for granted. All right. Well, people of God, let's get right into this particular podcast. I wanted to help you all tonight with a topic that, listen, um, I believe deals with belief in God and the purpose that he created us. You see, we all have a gift within us to impact those who we come in contact with. And because of this precious gift that God has placed inside of us, it is, a, it is, it's easy for you to say, it is extremely <laughs> important to understand the seriousness of allowing our gift, which is you and which is me, to be healthy and to be whole. And so tonight or today's episode is entitled, Let It Shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. You see, I wanted 
to first share with you a passage of scripture that really speaks to our situation concerning letting letting our light shine. And it's in the book of St. Matthew, St. Matthew chapter 5. And it starts at the 15th verse, ends at the 16th verse. And I'm going to read it from the message, the message translation, the message translation. And it reads, now hear me, people of God. It reads, you here, you are here to be light. You are here to be light, bringing out the God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. Listen, it says we're going public with this as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. Now that I've put you there on a hilltop, on a light stand, shine. Keep an open house. Be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God. This generous Father in heaven. And as you can clearly see, we are to shine. And I mean shine brightly. We are to radiate the glory of God everywhere that we go. And I love this where it says that we are to bring out the God colors in the world. You see, people of God, we are to shine. We are to shine. And really, the answer for the world today is Jesus. Think about the racial wars in our world that we are witnessing. God has always been about color. We are God colors. And when we cover light, we cover love. We block or prevent God colors from shining through. And because we are to shine, this is the only solution for the world that we live in. Now, there's a song that was sung during a very troubling time in the history of America. The title of the song was called This Little Light of Mine. It's a gospel song that came to be an anthem of the civil rights movement in the 50s and in the 1960s. People sang, sang this and other spirituals during the civil rights movement as a way of expressing unity as they fought for equal rights and freedom for everyone. The name, this little light of mine didn't mean that the light was of little effect. You see, the light signifies power. And when people use their light to create necessary change for the world, then God is revealed and we are now better for it. Well, let's hit the brakes and take a quick commercial break. And we'll be right back with the episode entitled Let It Shine. 
Hi, I'm Christopher, and I'm the editor of Full of Life Ministries podcast. And today I'm here to say that if you like what you're hearing and would like to donate, you definitely can. You can donate either using Cash App or PayPal or Venmo. Our Cash App is dollar sign Full of Life SD, and you can donate with PayPal and Venmo by scanning the QR code that you can see on the Instagram account at Phil Gale Howard. The money will be used to help those who are less fortunate, like those negatively impacted by COVID. We would like to thank anyone who has donated. So far, your contributions have helped those negatively impacted by the tragedy that happened in Lebanon. Anyways, thank you for your time. Thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of the podcast. All right, we are back and let's get into this heavy topic episode entitled Let It Shine. Well, you asked me the question, um, you say, you say, Pastor Phil, why is it important for our light to shine? Well, the answer to this question is very simple. Without light, we cannot see. <laughs> you say it isn't obvious, or you say it's, isn't it obvious, Pastor Phil? Yeah, it's obvious. Well, let me explain. You see, people of God, darkness is not a thing. So let me say that one more time. Darkness is not a thing. I'm going to say that one more time because I want this to get into your spirit. Darkness is not a thing. It's the absence of a thing. And when we are in darkness, I'm going to give you a list of those things that are considered dark. Fear. Doubt. Insecurity, anger, jealousy, envy, strife, resentment, negative all the time, bitter, hateful, ungrateful, suicidal, depression, anxiety, hopelessness, helplessness, faithlessness, manipulative, controlling, greed, etc., etc., etc. is the absence of light. See, it's not that darkness is a thing, it's the absence of a thing. So, so St. John, the eighth chapter, verse 12, states when Jesus spoke again to the people, and the people represents us. He said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Is this, and, and, and this is where we come in, okay? We have to understand that following the teachings of Christ we too can live free from the toxins of sin and darkness. You see, people of God, light gives us direction and hope. Light prevents aimless drifting. Do I have any people out here that has just literally drifted through life because you were in so much darkness? You were, you were in so much pain? You were experiencing so much hopelessness and helplessness. You were drifting along through life, but you were not living light, life. And you were not being a light in life because you aimlessly 
drifted. Just as ships follow lights to ensure safe passage, so we rely on the light. Jesus' death broke through that darkness, though, lighting the way for us. And God's word through the enlightening of the Holy Spirit helps us understand and remember when we need his wisdom to steer us. Key point that I really want to focus on today. Light is never meant to be hidden. It always has a purpose. Light is never meant to be hidden. It always has a purpose. Now, Philippians, the second chapter, verses 12 through 16, and it states, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed. Now here, that's the key word. Have always obeyed. Have we always obeyed God? Have we always followed God's teaching? Have we always listened to his voice? Have we always been willing to say yes to God and, and say no to the devil? But here, the apostle Paul writes to the church at Philippi. He says, as you have always obeyed, so now, not only as in my presence, but much more in my absence. And what he was meaning by that is, is that Paul could not stay at this particular church. That he had to move on to another. Um, he had to go to minister at another location. So he knew that as he was teaching the church, as he was showing the people of God, that in his absence, that they were going to do things and live the way light is supposed to live. He says to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. With fear and trembling. Now that word fear does not mean to be scared. It means that you have to, in this particular uh, context of what the word fear means, it simply means to revere God. To show respect and honor to God. Work out your own salvation with reverence, with honor. And work it out not so much to tremble like you're shaking, but to understand how big God is to you. And that you revere God and that it's, that it's ever so pressing for your life. Having a sense of urgency is how I want to kind of interpret what this scripture means is that having a sense of urgency, most of us do not have that sense of urgency concerning being the light of the world. So let's go on to verse 13. It says, for it is God who works in you. It is God who works in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. Verse 14 says, do all things without grumbling or disputing. Now, let me just kind of put my um, notes in here concerning that particular passage of scripture. 
Do all things without grumbling or disputing. Now, if anybody had a right to grumble or dispute something, it was Apostle Paul. He was writing this letter while he was in a prison cell, in a jail cell. How can he write when he was in prison? Because he was the light of the world. He Not the ultimate light, because Jesus is the ultimate light of the world. But he was representing Jesus by showing a light. Even in a jail cell, he was showing God's light. Yeah. But he wasn't he wasn't complaining or he wasn't disputing. He understand that the work that God had him to do, the assignment that God had for him, that he was still within the will of God. And he continued to minister while he was in prison. How many of you guys would still function while you were in a prison state? How many of you guys would really do God's will when you are so confound to things or would you still allow your light to shine? But he tells the church at Philippi and he, and he tells us for us here, listeners on the podcast land to do things without grumbling or disputing. When we grumble and complain, we bring darkness into our situation. Again, like I was saying, Darkness is not a thing. It's the absence of a thing. When you grumble, you put the you you put the bowl, lack of a better word, over the light. You cover something that should not be covered by grumbling and disputing. It's one thing to share a dispute in a godly way, but when you dispute certain things and your behavior changes because of the of the dispute that's when the light becomes diminished so let's go on to verse 15 that you may be blameless and innocent children of god without blemish hallelujah in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation among whom you shine hallelujah as lights in the world, holding fast to the word of life. Verse 16, so that in the day of Christ, Paul says, I may be proud that I did not run in vain or labor in vain. People of God, I want you to pay close attention to, in these verses because we have to understand you are not meant to be hidden. Living in a crooked and twisted generation requires light in the darkness. Your light could provide refuge and safety to someone lost to the darkness of this current world. Whether you are a teacher, a father, mother, grandfather, grandmother, friend, relative, whether you're a, an elected official or you're just a, a custodian, custodian at a school, you need to allow the light of Christ to radiate in the hearts of everybody you come in contact with. So listen, people of God, 
The key to being a constant light is holding fast to the word of life. Who is the word of life? Jesus is the word of life. That terms that term holds fast to the word of life also means it also means studying God's word. Praying each and every day to ask God for more understanding to your purpose, for more insights into what's going on with my family. It, it, it's really saying, yes, Lord, I will do what you want me to do. I'll say what you want me to say. I will go. I will go where you want me to go. But listen, people of God, blemishes shows up because of absence of light. Your innocence cannot stand up for you if you are not going towards the light. Paul says to the people, I want to be proud of you. I want to be proud of you that I did not run or labor in vain. God is speaking to us right now, people of God. He's simply saying, I, I want to be proud of you, son. I want to be proud of you, daughter. I, I, I want to understand that what I've invested in you, what I've planted inside of you, what I've given to you will change the direction of your life and it will change the direction of other people's lives. I want to be proud. I want to be so proud that no matter what circumstances came your way, you allow the light that I placed inside of you to shine brightly in the most difficult of times. See, a lot of times I used to look to my family, my mother, my father. They were lights when I did not really know the details of what their struggle was. Many times we would eat out of cans and sometimes we would have not that much food on the table or so I thought it was not enough. But they did what they had to do and God provided. And not one time did I ever hear them grumbling or complaining about not having enough. They taught us that we had more than enough. They were being a light in my life. And because they taught me what a light supposed to do, it does not work. Light does not work in light. It works in the absence of darkness. And so sometimes when we think about life, we want things to be so easy. But sometimes that's not real life. Life is dealing with not having enough money to pay your bills, having situations with your brother or your sister, arguments, disputes, sometimes because how you're getting treated on the job. Sometimes the absence of light really brings out the ugly in us. When we're cussing people out, when we're using bad behavior techniques to hurt and harm other individuals for the sake of pride. 
God is simply saying, let your real light shine. What you think is a light is not a light. People, listen. God has placed us here, not under a bushel, not under a bowl. He has placed us here on a hilltop, on a light stand. He wants us to shine. He wants us to radiate. He wants us to illuminate everyone that's around us. The Lord says, keep an open house. Keep an open house. Meaning, allow your house, which is you, to be so inviting for others to visit and to get to know why you have such a beautiful house. Have you ever met somebody that looked good and sounded good on the outside? But once you got to know them, they were ugly and toxic on the inside. You didn't want to visit that house anymore. The scripture goes on to says, be generous with your lives. Be generous. Be, be a giver. It's better to give than to receive. You see, people of God giving is living. Generosity travels and provides hope for those who are in need by opening up to others, meaning letting your light shine. You'll prompt people to open up with God. That's the ultimate way for them to experience God is through your life. Because this generous father who is in heaven, who resides in heaven, and he resides here on earth, is watching us, watching the gift that he placed inside of you to shine bright. If it's raining outside, let it shine. If there's trouble in your home, let it shine. If there's trouble with your, with your car, let it shine. When the bills are all backed up and you have no resources or opportunities to to do better let your light shine when there's trouble within the relationship that you have let God's light shine when you have every reason to be angry but yet you still glow with God's goodness and his favor let that light shine this little light that's in us is not little it's humongous and the world needs to experience and gravitate to this light. The scripture says that if he's lifted up in the earth, he says he would draw all men to himself. The world will be better. The, the world that we live in, that you live in, that you currently live in, will be better. If you let the light that God has placed inside of you to shine brightly all the time, every day, because God knows who we are and he also knows that if we allow his light to shine, everything, he'll make everything all right. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for this day. I thank you for all your many blessings. I thank you for just being a good God. I understand, God, that we are so far from you. 
and that we need your light to shine through our lives. God, you know all about us. You made us. You created us. You know that we need light in order to have direction and insight to your plans. You know that we need light to be a refuge for those who are lacking light. You know what we need. We need our own personal light, oh God, that we can get rid of those things that's causing us pain and dis-ease within our hearts and our souls and our minds. So, Father God, cleanse us, wash us, take away those dark areas of our lives. We want you to glow through us, oh God. We want you to to light up our lives so we can smile, so we can be jovial, so we can help those who are hurting, who are just lonely and needing you. God, we give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor for what you're going to do because now we have the tools necessary to live in your light. We ask all these blessings in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, people of God, that is it for tonight. We thank you guys for tuning in each and every week. We are so grateful to you all for listening each and every week. We are uh, constantly praying for you all. So let's pray for one another that God will continue to work on us, to better us, to grow us so we can become that light that God wants us to be. If there's anything we can do to help you along your journey, your Christian walk with God, please email us at fulloflifesd at gmail.com. That's fulloflifesd at gmail.com. And just let us know that um, there's some things that you want us to pray about, to touch and agree with you about. We know God is able to do all things. And so, again, thank you guys for what you do each and every week. If you like what you hear, please share the podcast. And we will be grateful for whatever you all contribute to our ministry. Once again, this is Pastor Phil signing off. And let's continue to do this in Jesus' name. God bless.